The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. Joining me is David Clausen. David, what's your official title now? Uh, Director of Programming at the Steinbeck Arts Council. What's all underneath that? A lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I, I moved from a position where I was Director of Performing Arts, where I was overseeing the concert series only, as well as maybe the, the Southeast Centre for Music and some of the performing arts activities here at the Arts Centre, um, but it has expanded. So now I oversee, in addition to that, I oversee all of our programming or arts education, all of our art classes, all of our community wellness classes. Um, uh, I'm also managing a majority of the staff now and overseeing the facility. So so really it is a, it's a real privilege to take on such an enormous amount of work. Uh, it's exhilarating. Yeah, exhilarating for sure, and in an interesting time of change. Of course, everybody's going through that right now in some level. This has got to be the longest period of time that you haven't been a part of a performance on some level since you were in, what, college? <laughs> it, feels, it feels a little bit that way, especially because a whole bunch of stuff, not, not only performances or, or productions at the Art Centre here were cancelled, but some of my own performances, because I still, I still do perform and I still I do those public things. And um, it has felt very strange, but also strangely okay to just, <laughs> just have a few yeah. weeks to breathe in that, in that way, because public performance is such a stressful um, activity to take part in. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a long gap, but it's been all right. A forced break sometimes is still just a break. It really is. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we just had our AGM or the Steinbeck Arts Council AGM just a couple of days ago now, and we talked a lot with Cindy about the, the, the fundraising and all that stuff, but at, your, at this AGM, you had a chance to give a bit of a, an update as to what the last season looked like. Of course, it was cut short, but that wasn't, it wasn't entirely a bad season, was it? No, it wasn't. I actually... Um I, I felt, despite the fact that we that we did cancel our final production, which was four four performances, that's a big one for us. Those community musicals they they reach a lot of people and they involve a large casts um, most of the time. We did cancel that one, but we had so many successes along the way this last year. We had more than double our normal amount of sellable seats. We were using larger venues for way more concerts. We were putting you know, hundreds of people into our audience audiences, even hundreds more than we normally would. And, and that was really exciting. Featuring local talent, local uh, organizations, local groups. We just really put that 40th anniversary stamp on everything that we did this last year. And I mean, that in and of itself was a huge success. So I feel really proud of that. We had some developments on the administrative end of things. And, and I, feel, I feel fantastic about the way we left it because we were on a growth trajectory and I believe that as we make our way through the next who knows how long with COVID, that we will return to that growth trajectory and we will, we will exceed it at some point. But we now know what to do. Since then, of course, since the end of the season, um, there's been a lot of change, a lot of things happening. Here at the center, of course, you had mentioned uh, the change in structure, but also the structure itself has changed. There's been some renovations. Tell me a little bit about what's going on. Well, these are, these are, you know, times that are maybe a little bit le less busy in terms of the public, but they're exciting times internally. And last year, we, re we received a really beautiful grant, a co-op grant. And so as a, as a piece of that, we've been able to do some more renovations in the Arts Centre. So uh, one of my most exciting projects this summer has been the development of, of our music teaching wing. So if you have been in the Centre before, you'll know that there is a whole side opposite to our offices that, that has... Um, 
music teaching studios, and we have a very busy schedule with teachers. Uh, every night of the week and, and almost, almost every afternoon of the week, we have that place full. Music lessons are happening. So we're renovating. We're turning those three large rooms into five rooms. And in the time of COVID, it may seem like, why are you making things smaller? But I, actually, um, the, the rooms as they were were really too big for what we were using them. They needed to be downsized. And so we have these beautiful new spaces that are coming together. They're about three quarters finished. Uh, we just we need to get that paint up and we'll feel really great about it. But we have these beautiful spaces now that offer an efficient place for people to teach and for students to get really high quality music instruction. We have fantastic instructors and, and it will be amazing to bring them into those beautiful new spaces. And you get yourself a new office, redid the boardroom, stuff like that as well? Yeah, there have been some some pieces of the puzzle that included the administrative part. And, and yes, because now we are working in a dual leadership model between Cindy and I. We're, we're partnering here and we're leading this team and, and this organization. And I do feel very lucky that I do have an office here and, and it's a real, it's a privilege to have that space. And, and yet we haven't damaged any of the efficiency of the office. In fact, we've improved it. Excellent. Um, as far as this coming season goes, because there's been a lot of planning, how has the planning side of things been for you this summer? I'm imagining since things shut down, that's basically all you've been thinking about? You know, yes. <laughs> Short answer is yes. Uh, the longer answer is, is, yeah, we shut down and we knew that fall could take many different shapes. We knew that we didn't know. We were sure that we would not be able to run our programs uh, the same as we had done in the past. And so once we started feeling like we could move forward in planning our arts education, our art classes and our music lessons and so on, as well as our, as our performing arts season, then we started looking at creative and innovative ways to actually make things happen. Our priority, um, which has been, has been set for us um, for a long time now, but our priority is to make sure that families and members here feel safe. And so, yeah, we have done a lot of planning. We have had in-person public health consultations in, in our space. We know exactly how our space will function and how many people we can fit in every room. So we've done a lot of work. We've reduced our class sizes. We've implemented a whole bunch of policies about cleaning and keeping kids safe because if they're not feeling safe, then they're not going to want to be here. And we want them to, to feel like they're a part of something great here. And so that has been a, that has been a little bit of a shift. And, and I know Cindy said earlier, you know, like our industry is based on a model where the more people you fit into the room the better that goes for classes and it goes for concerts and it goes for fundraisers we cannot have that mentality at this point safety is our priority and the kids are our priority so yeah a bit of streamlining and and we feel really good about where we're going this this fall as far as classes and programs go has there been a reduction or, or what are we going to look at this season it's difficult to say um I mean, I'm new in the position, and we do have we do have a, a tremendous amount of data that we collect uh, in terms of our season and, and the the waves of of um, activity and so on and so forth within our year. Um, I think that we are in really great shape with our classes this year. We've shortened them actually, so we're running only 12 week block classes. We usually would run many more 24 week classes. So there still are a few full year classes, but most of them have been shortened. 
Um, the response is really good. Of course, we are looking at our most popular classes. Pottery is always a popular art form to learn here at the center. Those classes are doing really well. Our theater program is doing really well. Our music lessons are going really well. We're not just a, a center that develops your painting skills or how to act better, but we actually are, are really focused on on health and well-being. And so we do have a number of Pilates classes that we run here, which is very cool. It's a, it's a whole new group of people coming in the center and working at creative wellness, right? Language classes. Language is art. And so those are the sorts of things that, that excite me because they are layers to what it is that we are well known for. And, and building those things are important for the community. So basically you're running an entire slate of courses, maybe with slightly smaller class sizes. So basically you're running an entire slate of courses, maybe with slightly smaller class sizes. I would say that's fair. I mean, the, the, number, of, the number of classes and age groups that we are able to hit in one block of time in fall is less. So we run an art class for, you know, the 9 to 12 year olds in fall and then we work at offering that that art opportunity for kids ages 5 to 9 in winter just so that we can really manage the number of people who are in our center at any one time. We've we've also staggered our class times a lot better this year. So one group comes in at 7 o'clock and the next group only comes in at 7.30. So the traffic jams that that typically happen in our in our foyer here aren't happening again this year. So so yeah, I mean full slate it, it, sort of mostly we are trying to hit every discipline and and to keep the variety there. And your back to school plan I'm assuming has all the same all those uh, physical distancing and and sanitizing and all those things built in. It really does. We're, we are working to be led by what the school divisions are doing. The students are, we know that there's going to be a really steep learning curve for them as they begin this year. And we want to keep things as similar as possible. So when they're in, in their educational setting on a day-to-day basis, we want to be as similar in those policies and protocols as we can because it allows the kids to develop that um, that sense of freedom of movement they know when do you put on a mask if if you're wearing a mask in the hallway at school then maybe you can expect to wear a mask here at the art center you know we're we're trying to be consistent because i think that that puts the kids at ease and that is something that's really important to me i'm a dad i've got two kids grade six and grade four this year and and so if they know the system and they can be a part of that then they can move freely through their days knowing what the parameters are. All right, well, uh, thanks for chatting, and good luck with the coming season. It's a pleasure.